Iowa everywhere. Live from the Channel Seed Studios. Channel Seed Studios. This is Jared and Jabo and Iowa, Iowa everywhere. Where? Jared Stansberry, Jared Jordan Bohannon, Jordan Bohannon, together on Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed, Seedsmanship at Work. Welcome to the podcast. Wednesday, May 24th. What's up, Jordan Bohannon? Hi, Jared Stansberry. What's going on? I always... What what's your what's your uh, ancestors? Where are they from? Because you should about ask me what my ethnicity is. Yeah, and then I was like, maybe that isn't politically correct. I uh, I'm uh, my ancestors are Swedish mostly. Why well, I, I feel like Stansbury like it should, is it like Stansbury or Stansberry? Because if it's Stansbury, there should be B E R R Y. I would imagine that there's also some German in my mm-hmm. uh, family, and it was Stansberg or something like that before and then was changed to Stansbury. I don't know. I, I could probably ask someone in my family and they could give you an answer, but I, I'm not the one to, I haven't even dove deep into the genealogy or any of those things. You know, why don't, why don't you, why don't you do that this, this week, upcoming week? Why don't we, why don't we have a little family lineage of the Stansbury bloodline? Well, I'll, I'll talk to my, my, uh, my aunt, Chris, she is deep into all those things. I'm sure she could give me a full report on, everything that i could ever possibly want to know about my family history i just think there needs to be e and not the u that's it like an e r r y yeah instead of u r y even just one r i'm okay with one r yeah i don't know i've seen it spelled before with the two with the e and the two r's but now i don't know if i've ever seen it with one r well it stands barry so you know it should be a you should be a berry there was a an nba player named terrence stansbury who spelled the same way that mm. played like in the eighties and nineties. I would like to think that we're cousins cause our name is not very, uh, not very common, but, uh, our ethnicities are significantly different to go back to the ethnicities. So he, it's a versatile name. You guys are cousins and he's a professional athlete. What happened to you? Well, I mean, I don't think that we're actually cousins. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Our ethnicities are different. Well, what don't, if I don't, was? I don't think that Terrence has much Swedish in his blood. Hmm. I guess we're going to have to find out next episode. I guess we will. I guess we will. Uh, we got plenty to talk about today. Uh, ben Jacobson is throwing uh, throwing heat at Iowa State in Iowa. He did that late last week. Uh, you had one of the worst feelings in the world uh, this week and, and want to talk about that, talk through some of your feelings. And then I've got a couple of weird news stories uh, for us to close things up. But let's start with Ben Jacobson, who had a, a – Panther caravan event last week said after spotting it, uh, this came from Justin Cernsey from uh, channel 13 after spotting an Iowa Hawkeye fan in the crowd at Panther caravan. Uh, Jacobson said, quote, can you ask your team why they won't play us anymore? It's okay. There's another team about 40 miles North that won't play us either. Uh, thoughts on, on coach Jacobson uh, throwing shade towards your, uh, towards your school. Here's the thing. One of my brothers played for Jacobson, so I know him very well. He's a fantastic human being. Anyone that's ever had an interaction with him, I'm sure they'll say the same exact thing. However, I'll say this as well, too. If I was on his side, I, w- I would say the same thing, right? Like, you're a mid-major school. You want to play the in-state rivals, and you would do everything possible for that to happen. 
And when my brother Matt was playing at UNI, I, wa- I watched them beat U- uh, Iowa. I watched them beat Iowa State in Wells Fargo Arena. You know, so I know what that game feels like, and I know what those games can be. However, with everything that's been going on with college athletics, I don't think it's physically possible anymore for Iowa State or Iowa to fit you and I on their schedule or adjust their schedule for them to play each other. I think, obviously, there's bye games that need to happen. Um, and I've been very vocal. I don't even, I'm not even a fan of bye games, Jared. I, I think everyone, every, every game should be competitive. You know, you look at, like, a Michigan State team that play in that – um, that classic at the beginning of the year, they play the best teams in the country. Kansas does too. UNC does sometimes. I think that's great. But I think how Iowa and Iowa State works their schedule, I don't think it's even feasible, feasibly possible for a Big Four Classic to happen. I'm sure that Iowa State and Iowa would be happy to welcome the Panthers to uh, to Ames or Iowa City, and they'd probably even pay them. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to Cedar Falls. No. Well, that's the thing. Like, what 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 do what do they get out of if they beat a mid major on on the road? Right. They don't. Nothing. Nothing that doesn't help their schedule. That that ends up being a quad quad two at best. Like that doesn't that does that's not enticing enough for a high major program like Iowa or Iowa State to want to go and play at a mid major. And I mean, you you, Panther fans can take that however way they want, but that's just a fact. Like you, there's no incentive for them to come and play them. Only bad things can happen to Iowa state or Iowa. If they're, if they're willing to go to Cedar falls only bad. And realistically, that's how you set up your schedule, right? Jared, like if you're a guy that's in charge of making your program have the best season possible, you're not going to put your team in positions like that. That might sound scared or whatever, however you want to take it. Every team in the country does that. They don't go and play a mid-major for bragging rights of a state rivalry. That's not even a thing that happens anymore. The Big Four Classic it. was great, too. I, that was one of my favorite things to play in, but it's not. there's no incentive to do it. And let's keep it 100, too. Like, since 2017, Northern Iowa has finished 169th on Ken Palm, 122nd, 177th, 49th, 163rd, 91st, and 223rd this last year. Uh, they have finished above 500 twice during that stretch, or yeah, twice during that stretch, and they've been below 500 uh, one, two, three, four times. So. And- like even going like going to Cedar Falls doesn't even become a and winning doesn't even really become a quality win at that point if you're playing a team that went uh 14 and 18 or 10 and 15 you know yeah and even yeah exactly exchanging it with the buy game what what's the difference i mean it's basically the same thing right like on on paper ranking wise like yeah okay like quad 3 and quad 2 is a little different quad 4 and quad 3 are a little different but at the end of the day, what are we looking at? Quad ones when you want to win. And the, everything below that, you have a chance to worsening your resume. And that's the games, like, why would you schedule it uh, at their place? It's not something that teams do. Did you like playing in the Big Four Classic? I loved it. It was one of my favorite things I played in. But that's because of, you know, my family history. Like, I watched my brother, like, not get recruited by the big schools, and he loved playing in it. And I cheered, obviously, against – them Iowa and Iowa State when they when he was playing them I and mean, I watched I watched their team beat them and that's when you and I was really really good that was one of their best teams they've ever had in, in program history 
but you looking back, like what Iowa State, Iowa, that was that was a lose lose situation for both of those teams. They win, great, but it doesn't help the resume. They lose, it's even detrimental to the resume. Yeah, and then obviously Drake is, you know, they've kind of flipped places uh, in a sense with where Drake is at over the last several years, and like I can understand where those folks would be upset as well and would say a lot of the same things. Uh, but again. I think if those two schools were were willing to go and just play in Iowa City or play in Ames, I think that they would play them. But they yeah. want to get the return trip, and I, I just don't think that that's going to happen. No, there's just no point to. There's no point. Like you, you think about North Carolina when Marcus Page, like Roy Williams, was always so great about any player that played on his team, he'd let their players go back in their hometown and play. Right, like he figured a way out to do that. UNC came in number one in the country when my brother was at UNI and they ended up losing to them. Like that's a game, like I'm sure Roy loved Marcus to death, but that's the game that severely hurt their seeding wise and then say tournament severely hurt their um, end of season goals at the end of the season to make a championship run. Um, I think they ended up making a run anyway, but that's a lose-lose situation. Like you don't get any money to go play them and you know, the best thing you come out is with a quad three, quad two win. What year was that? 2016. I think I'm pretty sure that was the year they made the championship. Yeah, that was the year. That was the year that Marcus Page hit the shot to tie the game. And then Chris Jenkins came down and hit it to to win against Villanova or when they played Villanova. So it obviously what they go that did year. Help. <laughs> what they go that year. They went 33 and seven. Uh, their two losses in non-conference play were to Northern Iowa at, on the road in Cedar Falls and at Texas, 84-82 at Texas. But that was a year you and I was again for two months. Basically. You and I were, they were a powerhouse those two years. Like I think they ended up winning thirty games. I don't know if that was that year or the year before. You and I was yeah, it was a really year before that. Yeah. yeah, year before that they went twenty-three and thirteen in twenty sixteen, and then. But that was still a good team. They made the NCAA tournament. That was the one that gave up the comeback at the end against uh, Texas A&M in overtime. It was heartbreaking. I was at that game, Jared. One of the more inexplicable things that I think I've ever seen in a college basketball game. To this day, I don't talk. I don't talk to my brother much about it, but. To this day, if my brother didn't get hurt, you know, obviously I'm biased being his brother. If he didn't get hurt at the end of the game, they would have won and they would have made the Sweet 16. That How crazy would that have been? You and I in another Sweet 16 after you thought when Ali Frokenish was there that that was like a once in a ever generation chance of you and I making the Sweet 16. And they would have done it again after not even 10 years. Yeah, and... I mean, they very nearly did it anyway, you know, yeah. like that. I mean, that's a, one of the more inexplicable losses I think you could think of in recent NCAA history. Have you ever gone back and watched those highlights? Uh, I have. And it's actually the thing that actually jumps out to me is how good that Texas A&M team was. I know that that's what I was going to get at. How good that team was. Yeah. Uh, had Daniel house had, uh, had Alex Caruso, uh, Jalen Jones, yeah, those teams were really good. Admon Gilder, he's been yeah. he's a professional. Yeah. Uh, and they're beating beating them handily. Like they were up like thirteen, fifteen the entire game, the entire the entire most of the game. 
yeah, Texas A&M scored almost 40 points in the last 10 minutes of the game, and that's basically how they were able to come back. It's crazy. <laughs> that will never happen again. No, that, that will never happen again. There will never be anything quite like that. But, I mean, it that, to like kind of wrap up what we were talking about, I just think it all – like anybody can throw shade and all these things and they can say what they want to say. And like, it's easy in this moment to sit there and be like, Oh yeah, I'm going to throw this shade. But I think that everybody understands the reality is again, Iowa state or Iowa would probably welcome them into Ames or Iowa city if they wanted to play. Yeah. If you want to play that bad, if it's that important to you, then come on up, you know? Mm -hmm. I think the thing is too, like Jacobson's doing everything he should do, right? As a head coach of a mid-major program, like there's nothing wrong with what he's saying because he's he was he kind of wants this to rile it up into a thing where it happens and make and to trying to make it happen. The thing that it gets overborne is these Panther fans, right? Like and these Drake fans, like they just go off the rails now. They're like, oh, they're scared to play us. They don't want to do this. They don't want to come play us. There's no incentive. There's not. And Jacobson right. knows that too. That's why he's trying to make everyone do what they're doing as fans. Right. Well, yeah, he's realistic. He understands. You yeah. Know? Ben Jacobs has been in the business for a long time. Ben Jacobs has been in the business a long time. He's a, he's got to be a Panther for life at this point. Right. You would have to, I mean, I would imagine he had some great gigs. He could have won to after the NC tournament runs he had, but when you love a place that much, what, where else are you going to go? I mean, he's making pretty decent money. The boosters love him there. The fans love him there. I wonder what they have coming back next year. Cause they, you know, like I said, they were not very good. Uh, looking at this team that they had, had a lot of sophomores. Mm-hmm. Bowen Bourne, I think comes back really good. Yeah. Player. I think they don't have a, they didn't have a single senior. So I guess assuming that everybody didn't land in the portal, uh, they should probably be better next year. I don't know. Maybe Iowa State or Iowa should get them on the schedule. At least Northern Iowa got a big win over Wartburg in their season opener. Well, yeah, they play they play D three schools for their buy games. <laughs> we want to we want to do a counter act a uh, counter uh, like what are we talking about here? <laughs> uh, Northern Iowa's buy wins or buy games. Uh, Lost to Toledo, uh, lost to McNeese State. Uh, they played South Florida at home. I don't know if that was a bye game or not. Uh, yikes! Tough, tough scenes here for the Panthers. I hate to, I hate to have to do that, but man, I, mean, I, I love you and I. Just let's be realistic here, guys. You guys, if you guys are having trouble with McNeese State, maybe. <laughs> Maybe, it was 52 maybe, to 49 was the final score. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we could put more than 50 points up on Manny state and then, then we'll talk. <laughs> oh man. That's tough. That's tough. Uh, yeah. I, is it, is it weird at all to you that I, that Northern Iowa and Drake didn't have anybody get caught in the gambling thing? Do you think it's weird? Because, I don't. I I do think it's weird. Do you? I think, think it's, it's odd. I think it's odd. They're just I not just big enough it, school. Yeah, I guess not. But it, it feels like that would have been a good way to scapegoat some people. Oh I feel yeah, we like, got them out of Northern Iowa too. Yeah, 
I do. I maybe it gets so the floodgates get so flooded, it does happen at some point. But nothing against is, the compliance folks at Drake or at at Northern Iowa. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I think I think there's some shady shit going on over there too that we need to look into. I'm just saying. Like I I just find it hard to believe that they've got all those athletes on their campus too, and they didn't have any anything or would not have anything like this if they were people to work to check into it. Yeah. I think they're sheltering. They're sheltering some activity over there, Jared. Yeah. They're hiding it. Now the state's hiding it. They're trying to prop up Northern Iowa and Drake so that then Iowa state and Iowa will feel like they have to play (laughs) again. This is, this is all part of the big plan. They're like, we got to figure out a way to get this thing back even a little bit. Oh gosh. All right. You had a, you had a tough break earlier this week. You said you, you tell us a story. Just a very, very tough week. Um, Friday, went to go golf at Waterloo with my best friend. About an hour, fifteen away, right, Jared? Maybe a little longer. All excited to golf. I was. I couldn't even sleep the night before, Jared. I, I, I know you're not that big of a golfer, but the golfers out there that are listening, you guys know the feeling that I was sheltering inside my body the night before. I was just excited and ecstatic to get out there on the golf course and i made sure to wake up and get my cold brew coffee don't we worry about that before i checked my trunk to see when i walked when i came into the golf course parking lot my golf clubs weren't in my trunk just one of the worst feelings of all time like guts stomach feelings it is it's up there with forgetting like an important item when you're going on a trip probably it's probably relatable very relatable but people that you guys know what i'm feeling that that stomach you your stomach drop is drops into your asshole basically what's really the only thing i guess when you are going on a trip that it's like oh i can't replace this is if you forgot your id or you're going overseas you're good you need your passport you know like because if you don't have your golf clubs obviously at that point you can't golf you know your phone you can replace like it wouldn't be easy it'd be expensive but it's like at least you could get a phone, you know, you can't get a new ID, can't get a new passport. Like when you're going to the golf course, you're not going to buy all new golf clubs. You know, it just completely like at that point, it completely eliminates why you're even there, which is what makes the feeling even worse. Yeah. I don't know. I, that feeling sucks. Like having your stomach drop into your asshole, like just, (laughs) just feeling your stomach move all the way down to your bowel, like as a bowel movement, like you're about to shit your stomach out. That that is a top. I mean, I guess that's the only feeling you feel sometimes, but I don't know. There's a lot of things out there that my stomach has gotten my asshole, but that's probably number one like worst feeling ever. I've forgotten my ID to the airport before, and that was up there. And that's when I was a little younger, and my dad was ready to kill me. So that that probably didn't add up on the feelings too well, but. You know, you know the feelings I'm talking about, Jared. Like you yeah. have some. Yeah, I appreciate the the detail to which you're going to explain the feeling. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, I'm trying to think. The feeling when you uh, get beat on a last second shot—that's it's like I don't that. No, that, that that's that stomach and asshole though. I feel like it is, especially that, if it's like if it's really like a heartbreaker, you know. I think that's more stomach into the the mouth. That's the opposite way. <laughs> Makes you want to throw up instead of shit your pants. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I suppose I would probably want to throw up if I forgot my golf clubs and I drove an hour to go golfing. Well, there's another one. I I forgot my basketball shoes when I I was younger going to AAU tournament. Like, that's up there, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's stomach and asshole. There's two different boundaries here, Jared. You're you're on the other one. You're on stomach to mouth. I'm I'm stomach to asshole. One time I went to a basketball game and I took only two left shoes. See? I I had two of the same pair and I took two left shoes instead of taking this, you know. Or left and or right. You can't you can't play with two left shoes, Jared. No. Two lefts don't make a right. Yeah. And two left shoes make stomach an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Did Dan Dockage put your stomach in your asshole last night? No, he I don't even know what he that guy, I think he had a few last night. That's, that's all I want to give the attention to that guy. <laughs> the when ha ha ha's were what gave it away. I was like, this guy is uh, is on one. The former ESPN announcer trying to gun for Jordan for no reason to. It's like, when, what the fuck, dude? When you per- when you like purposely tweet ha 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 that many times, ninety nine percent of the time, Jared, that tweet wasn't funny. No, <laughs> it just wasn't funny. No, exactly, exactly. Are you uh, are you much of a gardener? It's funny you bring that up because my like sister-in-law has gotten huge into gardening and my grandma is like a huge, she like, she grows like pumpkins and like watermelon and she has like a huge garden of assorted vegetables. I want to, I want to be a gardener when I grow up. I think you're eating straight farm to fork here. How, how efficient is that? Well, whenever you decide to grow up, I guess, how old are you? You're what? 26. I'll be 26 in a couple weeks. Okay. Well, whenever you decide to grow up, you should go on out to Kenoyer Kino- uh, Garden Center in Ankeny or Grimes. They're fully stocked with everything that you could potentially need. Uh, still plenty of time to get started on your seasonal flowers and gardening and planters. Uh, plant, grow, love, and uh, thank and we thank them for supporting Iowa everywhere and being one of our uh, one of our sponsors here on the network. Uh, you should go out there. What's something that if you're gardening? What drops your stomach into your butt if you're gardening? What do you forget? What are you forgetting? Maybe not forgetting, but like maybe like a severe like thunderstorm that brings like 15 inches of rain. That that's probably a big stomach and asshole feeling for a gardener. But is that isn't that good? You want your plants? I mean, I guess unless it's going to wash not them away. Not flooded, Jared. Yeah, Come it's on. not going to wash them away. Yeah, you don't yeah. want the seeds to wash away you're, if you plant. Well, I guess then if you if your seeds wash away, then you right after you plant, then you have to go back to Kenoyer Garden Center and get more seeds, and then you just help go. them out even more. There we go. Perfect. There we go. Perfect. Solved. Look at that. Look what we can do. Uh, <laughs> all right, I got two great stories for you here. Uh, this one comes from the state of Illinois. A Southern Illinois man has been charged with theft for allegedly stealing a backhoe to drive about ten miles to an airport to catch a flight. Uh, this comes from the Associated Press. Security camera footage shows a Carbondale man arriving at Veterans Airport of, of Southern Illinois atop a backhoe and leaving it in the airport parking lot Thursday. Footage captured the man walking across the street from the lot to the airport lobby carrying a, a guitar case. Uh, the owner of the backhoe arrived at the airport a short time later and identified the equipment. Uh, what do you think was being carried in the guitar case? What's a what's a are you saying backhoe? Yeah, backhoe. What is that? You don't know what a backhoe is? No. Is that like the thing, like when you're moving far away, like back in the? It's like a, it's like, like an a ex- stick. excavator. 
of sorts, you know? Oh, I was way off. Excavator? Like I the big machinery back. thing? I got some backhoes here for you. Here you go. There's a backhoe. See, he's got the got the big arm. Imagine. Oh, I guess I forgot to pres present yeah, it. Uh, sorry. Uh, there you go. There's your backhoe. Oh, okay. Wait. So, so imagine someone driving that? that to the. He was driving that to the airport. Yeah. Oh, he's driving that. I thought you said he was carrying it. You know, he stole it and drove it to the airport. How oh. would he carry that? That's what I was confused about. It's a massive piece of heavy machinery. I know. I know. That's what. Yeah. What well, do you think was in his guitar case that he carried into the, like, where do you think he put the guitar case on a backhoe? How do you carry that? Probably just in the little seat area. Yeah. Right in the cab. Right in the cab. Is that the name of it? The cab? I, yeah, I assume so. The cockpit. <laughs> yeah. The cockpit of the, <laughs> uh, of the, of the backhoe. I just, what do you think if you're like, you're driving down the highway and you see someone driving a backhoe and pull into the airport and just park. Well, here's the thing. If this happened in Iowa, people probably wouldn't have bad an eye that much. But if it happened in New York City, do you know the location of the airport? It was in uh, Carbondale, Illinois. Oh, well. But to drive it and park it at the airport, like, wouldn't you think that that's odd? You're like, why is this? Why is there a backhoe parked in a parking spot? Yeah, but people people at the airport, if it was a small town, they're like, oh, he's probably just doing work on, on the parking lot. Like, they probably didn't bad an eye. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. This one comes from Michigan. Also from the Associated Press, a team of Wranglers, including one on horseback, chased down and captured a wayward steer named Lester across several tr uh, lanes of Detroit area freeway. Uh, state police in-car video. We'll watch the video here in just a minute. Uh, a rider on horseback and three people in two ATVs can be seen chasing Lester in and around fields and woods along the east side of the freeway as the state police car follows slowly behind the shoulder. Uh, Lester had escaped from a, uh, uh, from a, a ranch that he lives on with some other cows earlier this week. Uh, we'll watch this as he, he runs across the freeway. What's his name? Lester, Lester, Lester. the, the steer. Hmm. I love that we get the music in here as well. <laughs> yeah, Lester's like up here in the corner, kind of. That oh, looks like Iowa. Oh, Lester. Oh, no. No, Lester. Oh. Look at the cowboy, bro. This is so Western. Got him. Wow. Just imagine driving down the freeway and seeing a massive steer run out into the middle of the road. How cowboy is that guy? That, that's who I need to take my cowboy lessons from before yeah. I went to the country concert. I should have hit up that guy swinging that rope like that. La what, what do you call that? Lasso? Oh, lasso. Yeah, lasso. Yeah. So I'm not that far off. No, you're not that far off. Yeah. I don't know, I'm, man. I was scared I, for Lester. I was going to say, I would be really nervous if I was uh, 
if I was the guy on the horse and all of a sudden I had to drive out into traffic on Did my it horse. Say where, uh, the rancher was like where his farm was. Was it close to that? Yeah. It was like a couple miles away, but he'd been loose for weeks. They hadn't been able to catch him. He's just been living off the land. Just eating the grass, dude. Just eating doing his grass. thing. Yeah. Just doing his thing. Good for Lester. Maybe you just need a little vacation. That's like some red dead redemption shit though, to be like riding out there on your horse, oh, chasing that thing. It's a great game. Oh, one of the best, one of the best games. Gosh, let's give me some nostalgia right now. What you haven't played the new one? No, I didn't, dude. PS was it PlayStation Two? I used to play it. Like that was. Oh, the original. Yeah, that was like the OG original game. <sighs> yeah, the new one I would highly recommend. It is a uh, it's a very good game. It takes forever mm-hmm. to play though. Really, but those are the best games though that take forever. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. It just is like. Yeah, you want to see the story, you know, yeah. it's all these things. But, yeah, it is what it is. All right, man. I'll, this is kind of a short podcast, but kind of a slow news week for us. You got anything else that you want to throw out there? No, kind of – I'm still curious before we go here about the whole investigation. I think it's I think it's telling with the sports betting investigation that um, – I mean, we can just touch on this real quick – that there hasn't really been much said. So my thoughts is there's, there's still some – heavy stuff to yet to become out of it but that's my opinion yeah i think that's probably fair uh i don't know how much we'll know yeah maybe they don't even say anything about it yeah i'm i'm sure we'll be able to glean some things like just from people who don't play and stuff like that but i don't know how much that we're gonna know publicly at the end of the day you know yeah. the, the funny thing is like my friends and stuff talk and even some fans will reach out to me asking me about what's going on and I'm like, guys, I have no idea. Like, why, why would I know of anyone what's going on? Like, they're thinking I'm like directly tied to like some of these people that are involved. Like, even if I was, I'm not, why would I even give up any information? Just people are just so, it's You're not funny. A rat. How, yeah. You're not a rat. I'm trying to rat. <laughs> well, if I knew, I'd bet it would be on the podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just what we need to smear some people. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Maybe. I don't know. Depends. Uh, all right, man. Oh, I was going to give you a chance. When do your camp, when's, uh, when do, uh, registration for your camps close? Has it closed already? Uh, first weekend, uh, or second weekend of June. So a couple more weeks here to get registered for West Des Moines. I am doing one and this is just going to be a small town one, but I'm excited. I'm going to Alta, Iowa, Jared, small town, Iowa and uh one of the head coach coaches out there asked me to come out and talk to their kids so i love i love small town iowa i'm really excited for that one alter aurelia that's the school yep 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 like next school yep there we go all right we'll uh we're looking forward to hear more about that all right we'll talk to you guys again soon peace iowa everywhere